Looking to create your best self, whether it's good for you lifestyle hacks, smarter ways to supplement, or tasty tips to fuel optimal health, Talk Healthy Today provides you the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. I am absolutely in love with doing this podcast. I would be thrilled if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast. Now, on to the show. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. I just read such an amazing book that I really, really needed, and I am so grateful. It is 10 Rules for Resilience, Mental Toughness for Families. It is by the fantastic Joe DeSena, New York Times bestselling author of Spartan Up with Dr. Laura Pence. Joe, it's such a thrill to have you here on the show. I'm so happy that I'm here. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I can't get any attention in my own house because they, <laughs> they know I make them work so hard. So this is really fun for me. So I want to start by talking about overparenting, because for people listening to the show, they know I have a daughter that has something called NVLD, which is similar to high-functioning autism. So as a younger child, she needed a lot of help with stuff, but now she's 17, and she still has challenges, but she's doing much better, but I've sort of ingrained this thing of like, oh, I'll do it, oh, I'll take care of it, oh, don't worry about that, and now I'm trying to get her to do chores, and I'm trying, and she's just lazy AF, but it's, it's really my fault. Yeah, what I'll say to that is um, four days ago, four days ago, I was in New York City and I met a gentleman named Sean in a, in a wheelchair. Oops, hang on. My, my assistant just walked in to make sure I was on the phone with you. Oh. <laughs> um, and Sean had fallen off a three-story roof and he's paralyzed from the waist down. And he went into a program like anybody that goes through trauma like that. And the program basically shipped him off to his house after 30 days and it was like, that's it. You're not going to walk again. This is your life. You're going to be at home. Oh my and Sean, God. being a go-getter, having a much more resilient mindset than most of us, said, I don't want that to be the end of my life. And he found on his own a place to train down in Florida. And somehow he got himself to Florida. And he trained for six months in Florida to get his core strength strong enough so that he actually could get himself out of the wheelchair. And then he figured out how to get into an automobile. And then he figured out how to drive. And this kid came from Long Island to New York City to meet me, drove himself, somehow got out of the car, got in his own wheelchair, figured the whole thing out. He has a job, right? He has his job that he shows up to every single day. He manages employees. And so my message to you and any parent out there, and look, I'm not, I'm not going through it, but I just saw what I just saw. Um, Human, being, human beings are pretty resilient creatures, um, uh, even with all the things they might have going on. And I think we have to let them be resilient creatures. I don't think, I think if we have our hand out and our safety nets, we're doing them a disservice. Sean, if Sean had a ton of support, he wouldn't be as far along as he is right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's an amazing story, and that's why I said your book is so important because I, I feel like it's not too late, right? Like if if you've been an over parenting parent, you can change, and your book is so essential. Well, if you continue to do it with your child into their, you know, when they're sixty years old, it might be a little late then. But but seventeen, <laughs> I, like. They got to get out of the nest. You know, one of the things that I I, I love is that you share stories. You talk about your mom and how she chose this healthy lifestyle and self-care at a time and a place where that was not happening. Talk about this and how that influenced you. Yeah, mom went into probably the only health food store on the East Coast in the the, the 1970s. 
and um, she met a yogi. And this is a time where we were an Italian family eating, you know, cannolis and raviolis and sausages and peppers. And, and um, she somehow became a vegan and she started teaching yoga and she started teaching meditation. And it was so foreign to our family that my parents got divorced and she was pretty much um, ostracized from the neighborhood. And we ended up moving to another town. Um, but she fought, she fought through because she believed that this was a healthier way to live than the way, you know, the cigarette smoking and you, you know, with the seventies, oh yeah, eighties were like, and, um, and I saw it, you know, we model, uh, our behaviors model, uh, for our children. And so I saw it, my sister saw it. And, and so we got healthy and we started doing these things and I got into long distance running and all this stuff. And so, you know, maybe she was very extreme at the time. There weren't a lot of people doing it, but um, it really paved the road for me. And now it's mainstream. Right. Now it's mainstream. So, like, um, just because everybody's smoking doesn't mean you need to smoke, right? Just because everybody's parenting with handing their kids devices and chocolate bars and letting them stay up late doesn't mean that that's the right thing to do. So you need to pave a path that, that feels right for you. And, and it might be the hard path. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny because my mom was taking me to the health food stores in the 19, well, one health food store, very small in the 1970s, but we lived in California. So, but, but still most of the kids that I grew up with were living on crap, you know, and my mom was still kind of an outlier, you know, in that thing, but it wasn't as extreme as yours. I love in the book that you, you give us so many tools in the personal true North exercise. You ask us to, you know, think about our truest self. And I love that because you have to get in touch with your values, who you are, what you want, and then what you want for your kids too. If you can expand on that. Yeah. I mean, look in a business setting and I've been doing business for 40 years. Um, you've got to have a purpose and a mission statement. And what are we trying to do as a company? Because running a business is really hard. And everything that can go wrong goes wrong, for me especially. Maybe I don't do it right. But <laughs> I, I, I'm able to look back and say, what's the reason we're doing this business? Why? And when, I, when I'm able to reflect on that, it helps me get through my tough day. A family, in some ways, is like a business. We've we got to be able to hold our hands and fight through the storms and, and have some principles and values that we stand by. And... Your children aren't born with them. We, we, got, we have to talk about them. We, we have to instill these values and, and sit down and have a discussion and put them up on a whiteboard or a sticky note or somewhere in the house and say, this is what we stand for. Yep. Families years ago had crests, right? We, yeah. Something that we stand for as a family, and no matter what is happening around us, um, that is our true north. That is something, that's the lighthouse that we could turn to and say, wait a minute, this is how we make decisions for us. This is what we hold to. These are our principles. So plus it's a fun exercise. It's just another way to get the whole family together and and discuss things. Yeah, it really, you know, it's funny you say that because we go to this camp, well, we used to go to this family camp for kids, you know, learning differences or autism and stuff. And the first thing they'd have us do as a family is make our family crest. And, and ours just came right out because that's the, that, that thing we're on top of. Now that I was like, okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing this right. You know, the other thing that I thought was so important is you talk about kindness breeds kindness and bullshit breeds bullshit. And I just feel like right now people are not very kind. They're not very kind. I'm not happy with, with, you know, the media is, is, is um, not working the way it's supposed to work. Um, if we have certain preferences, if we lean right or we lean left, we 
we, our social media platforms, our phones, our computers know the way we lean and they continue to feed us exactly what we want to hear. So we go further and further into that way of thinking. And, and I wish, I wish there was a mandatory app uh, that Apple and Samsung forced us to look at the other side of every argument for at least 20 minutes a day. That would be great. You could be stuck, you know, in your way of thinking, but you should at least consider there's an other side. That's all. And, and without having the consideration of the other side of the argument, um, you can see how close-minded we become, how furious and angry we become with um, anything that doesn't fit our narrative. And, and then don't forget, if you're eating Twinkies and you're not exercising, um, you tend to get mad at stuff that you shouldn't get mad at. You're just not feeling healthy. Yeah, that's so true. Talk to us about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, because this is something I come up against with my own daughter, because she does have limitations. And she'll say, well, I don't have good social skills. I say, honey, I can't say it's not true, but you're working on them, or I'm going to develop better social skills. Like, how do you put this in for a kid who has this idea of themselves from their limit, because they have true limitations? I would just say, you know, something my mother said back in the 70s, you don't have good social skills yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I, if it were me and it was my daughter, um, I would go get her a job at a restaurant or serving coffee or whatever, where she's got to talk to people all day. Every right. day. Like I love when I when I find a weakness or a blind spot in myself or the kids like, OK, we are going to work on that to death until we it actually becomes a strength, not a weakness. That's my approach. Hi, it's Lisa. Just wanted to pop in real quick and just say I am doing a book giveaway for my book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex. It's a cookbook, a memoir, a healthy lifestyle guide. It's not about dirty sex. It's a play on words. And anyway, it's really about overall health. All you have to do to enter is just sign up for my monthly newsletter. It takes a second. Just your name, boom. Your email, boom. And you're going to get great information, great tips, great recipes in the newsletters, as well as find out some big, exciting things that I have coming up that you don't want to miss. So go to lisadavismph.com today. All right, back to the show. I like that. You also have uh, how do you plant seeds for growth mindset in your children? I'm just going to read a few. Build future beliefs by reflecting on past wins. Teach them to be curious. Set high goals. Show them the power of constructive criticism. Talk to us a little bit about that because I think some people don't get constructive criticism. Yeah, we don't like criticism, right? And so the quicker we can teach our children to accept, um, again, what we spoke about earlier, the other side of the argument or the ability to look in a mirror and say, all right, where are my flaws? Where am I? And be self-critical. Oh, my God. Have a little humility. You're, you're a person people want to be around. Yeah. Right? Nobody wants yeah. to be around somebody with a giant ego that doesn't listen to the other side, doesn't want to hear it from anybody. So if you're humble and you're willing to listen and you accept your flaws and, and we can somehow teach our children that that's like, that's something, those are qualities that people want that are very attractive Oh, my God. Game changer. Life game changer. Yeah, absolutely. I love, too, you write, quote, if you get nothing else from this book, know that our ability to face obstacles and fail forward and learn from mistakes is success in disguise. You share this story about, you know, going on this trip and you didn't, your six-year-old didn't have the right jacket or didn't have a jacket. And, and at the end of it, it's like you could be like, oh, my gosh, you know, oh, she was out in the snow and da da da. But tell us how you turned that around. That was a crazy trip. <laughs> um, we, were, we were hiking up near Vancouver, and um, it was a sunny day. 
But as we hiked up with my friend and his kids, um, we started to see some snow, but it was only ankle deep. And then it was a little deeper shin deep. And then it was knee deep. Before you know it, we were five or six hours on this hike. And then a snowstorm rolled in. And there were people out there with ice axes and goggles. And we were out there. And I looked down. And one of the girls had little lighty shoes on. And one of them didn't have a jacket. And I said, oh, my God, my wife is going to kill me. <laughs> it's crazy. But it turned into the most unbelievable adventure. We, we, um, we survived. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Like it would have, it would have sucked if we had to turn around and walk back to the car for five or six hours, but we figured it out. We found a cabin and you know what? It's a story that kids will tell their grandkids. And so you don't want to be irresponsible. You don't want to put your family, your children at risk, but, um, Oh my God, a hundred years ago, like we used to go across the country on horse and carriage over through the Rockies. Grandma would die along the way. Your wheels would fall off your carriage. Your wife might give birth. Like, <laughs> like it's not that bad, right? Like think about our, our, our craziest stories that we have today. They're not that bad. Oh my God, I survived all day without Wi-Fi. It's so funny you say that because I guess it was a week or so ago that Facebook and uh, Instagram went out. Tough day, right? People flipped the F out, right? I'm like, seriously? Uh, we only have a few more minutes. I could talk to you forever. I have so many notes. Let's talk a little bit about uh, apologizing. I am so huge on apologizing. Like, if I screw up, I'll say, honey, I'm sorry. Mom was wrong. And I I don't understand parents who just, like, don't apologize. It bugs the crap out of me. It's just ego. And, and in my case, if, if I don't apologize, which I, I could probably be um, picked on for that, it's just my brain is somewhere else. But but I think self-reflection and figuring out, hey, you know what? I made a mistake. Um, people accept um, apologies. So um, what powerful, again, it goes back to just being humble and, and saying, um, look, I'm not the king. We're equal here. And um, we're going to get through this together. And I made a mistake. Um, so powerful. Again, these are things to teach our children at a young age. Um, they'll just go so much further in life if they have these these things that, quite honestly, many of us, many of us don't have the ability to do that. Yeah, that's true. And in the last few minutes, talk to us about discipline and confidence and integrity and, and tell the audience, and everyone has to get the book, 10 Rules for Resilience, but a little bit about what types of discipline you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, look, I think you have to set some rituals in place in your life. The same way you brush your teeth, the same, like go to bed at the same time every night. Don't go to bed at 1 a.m. some days at 8, 8, 8 p.m. the next like. Go to bed at the same time. All the studies show, all the science shows, it's not the number of hours you sleep. It's actually the consistency of when you go to bed and when you wake up. If you wake up at noon on Sunday, that's actually not, it's not healthy. You should wake up, whether whether it was a birthday party, whatever it is, same time. Uh, so, so rituals, right? Work out every morning. Well, Joe, I'm not a morning person. Become a morning person. Yes, I love that. In the book. Wake up in the morning and get your workout in because... You know, Admiral McRaven, who was the senior most um, decorated officer running our military for a while, he said, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. You do a couple of little things in the morning, you get a little sweat on, you take your shower, you feel alive, it kicks the depression's ass, um, right? Because some people get depressed during the day, whatever. If you get that work in the morning, you're going to feel great. So get those rituals in place. Eat healthy. People say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't like vegetables. Oh, 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 I, I want to eat meat. It doesn't matter what your diet is. Have a salad with every meal. Just have a salad with every meal. could be a tiny salad. Just have a salad. I'm not asking for a lot. And don't turn your salad into a pizza. Right. Exactly. You know, it's so funny because when I would read your book and I go, oh, I'm doing this wrong. But then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I have always been so serious and strict about sleep. 
sleep. We go to this bed at the same time every night. We wake up at the same time. That's great. All the time. I don't care if people are visiting. I don't care if I haven't seen my brother in five years, which happened. And I'm like, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to bed. He goes, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'll see you in the morning. I love books like yours where you like have takeaways and you can, you know, relate to the stories. You can take the advice that you give. You give us the tools that we need. It's not just like, get your kids to, you know, do this or that. It's like, well, here's what you do and here's how you do and here's why. What was it like writing this book? Um, it was three years in, in the process. Uh, Dr. L probably edited it 25 times because I'm not, I'm not a great writer. Um, and other people uh, got in there and edited. And uh, quite honestly, by the time it was done, I didn't even remember how it's because it was three years in the making. Right. And I had, to, I had to go in the room and I had to read it for audible and, um, four days of reading and I didn't get one sentence, right. Another sentence. And I read it over and over and over. And at the end I was like, wow, this book's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I forgot how good it was. It is amazing. One of my favorite sentences I love in the book is encourage your family to accomplish hard shit. Like, I love that. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, and, and you pat yourself on the back and you talk, you know, you'll be talking about it when you're grandparents, um, right? Like, yeah. Hard stuff. We're never, at the end of our life, we're not going to say, I wish we watched more Netflix. Right. Not going to say that. Yeah. No, no, you're so right. It's so funny you say that because I got this social skills work- workbook for my daughter. And the other day she's watching TV and I was like, you know what? Go get that workbook. You're going to work on that right now. Because she was complaining about her social skills. I'm like, then do something about Never it. start a podcast. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, so easy. You already got the equipment. That's true. Right? Yeah. And I've been doing media for 20 years. So, yeah, that is a great idea. I love you're that. on the hook. Everybody knows your daughter's starting a podcast. <laughs> Joe, you are such a gem. I, ho- I know you're super popular, but, boy, if you ever want to come back, we can have more engaging conversations. The book is 10 Rules for Resilience, Mental Toughness for Families. Joe Decina, how do we find out all about you and your wonderful work? You, you can check it, check me out on uh, Instagram at, um, at Real Joe Decina, and then shoot me an email if you want, one sentence only, because I get a lot of emails joe at spartan.com and then buy the book wherever books are sold or i'm telling people if you can't buy the book you don't have the money or for whatever reason um just go buy two cinder blocks and carry them around the block and make your family do the same oh i love that and by the way i'm sorry i was saying cena it's joe disney no one no one gets it right it's all good thank you so much for listening to talk healthy today please do rate review and subscribe so you never miss an episode and also if you want some behind the scenes on talk healthy today or a chance monthly to win my book clean eating dirty sex which is a memoir cookbook healthy lifestyle guide it's the title is just a play on words please go to www.lisadavismph.com. Sign up for my newsletter. And once a month, you'll be getting some great information as well as being entered into a contest to win my book. So again, go to www.lisadavismph.com. Get more on Talk Healthy Today and keep coming back. There's always great information. Thank you.